Hey y'all, this is The Walking Well Podcast and I am your host, Joan Martz. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your patience as I got this episode up just a little bit late, but um, I'm excited to continue our conversation. We're talking about um, kind of tools for uncertainty for those desert places, those in-betweens, um, times when you're just like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm trying to maneuver and walk and it just all feels like mush. Um, and so last episode, we talked about the importance of hope in those spaces. And today we are talking about the importance of intention. And I'm really, really excited because um, I think this is one of those tangible things. This is an empowering thing uh, when you feel like life is lifing, as I like to say. And so we're going to hop right into, you know, the importance of intention, the importance of setting intentions. And um, if that phrase already feels like woo-woo-wee and like, hold on, is this some new age stuff? Chill. We gonna talk about the Bible. Settle down. You know, we're gonna do the things that we know to do and it'll be fine and everybody'll be fine and we'll all make it. It's great. So intentions. Um, Let's start with the definition of an intention because as a word nerd, I love, love, love to know what we're talking about. Sometimes we use words and we're all thinking of a different definition, but it's really important that we are on the same page when it comes to um, the words that we use and the meaning of those words. So dictionary.com would define intention as an act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. Oh, we love it. Okay. So an act or an instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. And so when you're in a space where you're just kind of like, I'm literally going day by day, literally, the more that I try to figure out, the less that I know, I think I'd be knowing, I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm feeling after, and this is like a lot. Um, setting intention has been so important, has been kind of a game changer, honestly, because you can feel like so much is out of your control. Uh, I was talking to a friend today and I was telling her like the the older that I get, the more that I'm seeing how little control we have as people. And we really do move through life as if we have a lot of control. And that is a, an illusion, honestly. And I think for every person, there comes a moment or moments where the reality of what we control really does kind of dawn upon us. Where we're like, oh, there's so much, or I'm not, not there's so much. There's so much I don't control. There's so little that I do. Um, and so when we talk about setting intentions, um, I think sometimes when you're in a desert space, you're in an in-between place, you can really start to walk like a wanderer, which means you're going to, you just meander. Like you're just floating through each day passes. You have no idea what today is, what's even going on, what's even happening. Who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, and you can kind of check out like that the posture of wandering can really lead you to just kind of be like nothing. I'm I'm doing nothing. Um, and I think when we talk about setting intentions, intentions set a tone. Um, and and so you may not know where you're going or how to get there, but you can absolutely go. I'm going to decide upon this set of things that I have control over. Um and so the question is really, what will you conquer? Because I think sometimes life seasons come and they come like those like waves. If you know, if you live in Florida, you're familiar with beaches and um, waves will come, when, especially like when I was a kid, I'd be out in the waves. Now I'm a little bit more sober and I'm like, I don't know what's in that water. So I'm gonna be where I can see my knees. Amen. Um, but like when I was a kid and fearless, <laughs> I would be out in the waves and it was really fun to like jump and like dive into the waves. And every now and then, you would be jumping into a wave and it would be harder than you anticipated. And it would actually kind of like pummel you. 
and you pop up and you'd be like, oh, it's crazy. And as you went to go like wipe the the salt water out of your eyes, something else would hit you and you were just not prepared. And so you now (laughs) have water hitting your eyes, rushing your nose, burning everything, and your body is being slapped across (laughs) the sand under all this like forceful water. And I think sometimes life seasons feel that way. You know, it can be hit after hit after hit. And you're like, when the heck is this going to stop? But I also think those seasons, um, like we talked about last week, they come to sometimes they happen and they batter you. And there are so many things that it, that are under attack in those spaces, your confidence, your footing, um, you believe you knowing what's true. You like I identity crises can come up in these spaces. Um, But I think setting an intention is one of the ways that you can be intentional about taking back your dominion. Um, Because like life happens over and over and over again is like pummeling you, pummeling you, pummeling you. I think sometimes the enemy like slips in there and he's, he's trying to get at your aboveness. He's trying to rob you of your confidence. He's trying to rob you of your sense of power and authority. Um, Because if you go, man, ain't nothing I can do. You tap out, you give up. And so setting an intention is a creative way to kind of be like, hold on, no, who I am is still a creator. I am made in the image of God. God is a creator. God gets stuff done. That is still on the inside of me. And so it's kind of like, what will I conquer? But what will I create? What will I produce in this space? And so you may not really be able to change all of your circumstances, but what will you set an intention about, right? And so it could be... um, you know, I, I'm going to cook so many meals out of the week, right? It could be, I'm going to write this book or I'm going to put together um, this article. Like it can be big or it can be small, depending on where you are in your space right now. You know, for some people, setting an intention could be like, yo, I'm going to get up, brush my teeth, take a shower um, and do something productive for the next four hours. That may be setting your intention because that might just be where you're at. No shame, no shade. Because, you know, life be life in. For other people, it could be like, I'm in a creative funk or I hate my job and I just, I can't seem to get out of this. Like, what are you going to set an intention about? Okay, fine. This is where you are. This is where things are sitting. How are you going to take dominion? What will you conquer? You know, I'm, I'm going to sit down with my planner and I'm going to create a to-do list. These are the things we're going to knock out. Um, and it's, it's that I am going to do something. Um, because as much as those seasons, as much as those spaces attempt to rob you of your aboveness, um, you've got to be intentional. Amen. <laughs> you've got to be intentional about protecting that. Um, because if you give up, you know, if you're like, if you tap out, if you check out, if you're not intentional about preserving your flame from the wind that keeps trying to blow it out, you can get stuck. Um and you can you can end up staying in a place that you were simply meant to pass through, right? And so I really, really, really um, encourage you to set an intention. So some of the things that I've done, uh, well, actually, before we get there, so Bible, right? Intentions can sound real woo-woo-y, and it can sound like manifesting, it can sound new agey. And to be completely honest, okay, <laughs> so, yes, God has created all things. Every It's all come from the mind of God. But like the world likes to do is be like, oh my God, we discovered this thing. And it's like, no, baby, God set that in motion. He set that in the earth. You're just tapping into some some wisdom that he's got. Seed time and harvest time, right? Like it applies to everybody. Um, but the world will want a coin and culture and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, this is just, this is gravity. Okay, we all, we all are subject to this. So setting an intention is absolutely biblical. And I kind of want to talk a couple of places. The first place that I really want us to sit 
because I think it's a kind of powerful example of how potent the will and the mind is, um, is looking at the story of the Tower of Babel, which might be kind of wild. Well, it's probably a really normal start. I'm not gonna say it's like a wild start. It's probably like a really normal place to start. So the Tower of Babel, the story of that is in Genesis 11. And um, I'm going to read it to you in the Amplified Version probably starting at verse 11. And you're going to hear my pages because it's my little Bible in front of me. So verse one says, and the whole earth was of one language and of one accent and mode of expression. And as they journeyed eastward, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they settled and dwelt there. And they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. So they had brick for stone and slime for mortar. And they said, come, let us build a city. Let us build us a city and a tower whose top reaches into the sky and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered over the whole earth. Verse five, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. Verse six, and the Lord said, behold, they are one people and they have all one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. And now nothing they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. I think this is wild um, for a number of reasons. One, because I think about, I think about the scripture that says with Christ, all things are possible, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, and this is pre-Christ. And these are just regular people who are like, we're going to agree upon, we're going to set an intention. This is what we're going to do, right? We're going to build a tower. We're going to build a tower that reaches to the heavens and let's do it. And they got in motion and did it. They said they were going to do something and they started doing it. And I think it is wild that God was like, yo, um, hold up. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, they are going to do this. Like that God was like, no, no, they're because because they have sat down, they're able to communicate and then they're able to set an intention and then follow through. They're going to accomplish that thing. There is absolutely nothing. Communication, agreement, intention, execution. We doing it like that's the power and the potency of the human will. Like if you decide to do something, if you really made an intention, if you're like, yo, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to communicate that. I'm going to say that that's what I'm doing and I'm going to get it done. Nothing is going to keep you from that goal. Like you will accomplish it. That is literally what the scripture says. Like they said they were going to do it. They set out to do it. And God knew that they were going to do it. And God knew that they were going to do it. God respected their will so much. He was like, um, we got to, what's the stumble block? What are we going to do? We confuse the language so they can't talk to each other. That's crazy. Like your will is that power. When you set an intention when you're like, hey, um, I'm going to get this book done by the end of 2022. I'm going to write it. And I think this is what we find with um, Jacob. Yes. With Jacob, you know, where he was taking care of Laban's sheep and Laban, he and Laban struck a deal. And it's like, hey, you all the baby ewes that are born that are spotless, that's going to be Laban's. All the ones that are speckled and spotted, that's going to be mine. And he put in front of them poplar branches and cut the branches so that you could see kind of like a speckled, exposed um, branch wood. And most of the babies that were born were speckled and spotted because their parents reproduced in front of these branches where their water and hole, all that kind of stuff is a long story. So it's a very odd story as well, but it was put in front of them. It was like, okay, this is what you will become. What you see in front of you is what you will become. And I think intentions work that way in a space and a time when you're like, 
Things feel out of control. I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to do. This feels uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't feel like I have certainty. I'm tired. Set an intention because all the momentum in your world and in your life is going in one direction and it's going in a direction that's robbing you of your identity, that's trying to tell you you don't have authority, that you can't create, that you can't produce, that you're too tired, you don't have any new ideas, whatever. Set an intention and then move in that direction regardless of how you feel. You gotta, like, it's kind of like a, that's kind of getting into a different idea, doing what you know to do, right? Sometimes intentions aren't like the sexy things. Most times when you're in a space that's kind of stuckish, um, intentions are not the sexy things. They're not the like, I'm going to become an entrepreneur and I'm going to, sometimes we start too high with that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to exercise three times this week because I haven't been at all. I'm going to make sure that I get enough sun every day. If I'm not exercising, if I'm not doing an aerobic or strength workout, I'm going to make sure I take a walk around my block. I'm going to make sure I get 64 ounces of water or God knows how many you're supposed to drink now. You know, I don't know. They'd be changing that kind of stuff. Um, start with setting little dimension, little di- ugh, dimension, little dominion goals. Because I think there are also times we've been in seasons for so long. We don't know that our sense of aboveness, our, our sense of dominion has been chipped away at slowly over time. And now we actually don't see ourselves as capable or we think we're going to be here forever. Why bother? Things will always be this way. Absolutely not set intention and decide that you're going to do something different, just one thing differently than you've been doing. Just pick up one thing and it doesn't have to be the heaviest thing, right? It could be just that little thing that you know, like, all right, I am going to, what's one thing? I'm going to start putting together, you know, the poems that I want to compose into a chapbook. I'm just going to start pulling the ones that I like. I'm going to do that. Or, hey, I know I really want to become a speaker. Um, Why don't I just start watching a couple different TED Talks and taking notes? And if you're in a place where you're like, no, I need more accountability, tell somebody like, okay, so by this date at this time, I'm going to do this thing, right? Smart goals, I think is what they call them. Um, But take dominion somewhere. And, you know, there is is some, I don't, I think, okay, so the core thing is to note, to note, to note in these spaces there is a very insidious, very undercurrent kind of of vibe <laughs> of like just slowly stealing from you and slowly stealing life from you. And so in any area where you're like, this does not. OK, and also, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm talking about aboveness like, you know what I'm even talking about. I'm speaking of aboveness in like the terms of how God gave dominion and spoke dominion and in, in, um created dominion within Adam and Eve, right? So in the beginning, God said, hey, I've entrusted all of this to you. Take dominion, multiply, subdue. That's your job. That's what you're called to do, right? And then that's his mandate. And then he entrusted all of creation to them, both of them, men and women. And that that was their job. They were to take dominion. They were to subdue and fill the earth, right? And so when I say, you know, these things are sometimes life seasons are eating at your aboveness, they're eating at your sense of dominion. We were all created to take dominion. It's why God gave them that mandate in the first place, because he created us in his image, right? And so if he created us in his image and God takes dominion, um, then that's something that we were created to do as well, which is why he gave them that edict, right? And so for us in our everyday lives, taking dominion can look like folding your laundry after you wash it, not 12 days later. You know, 
Um, these aren't personal examples or anything like that. It's just just a thing, right? Taking dominion could be keeping your sink clear of dishes. Taking dominion could be, I'm not going to eat out every night this week. Taking dominion could be, hey, I'm going to meal plan for the week. Taking dominion could be, hey, I actually um, hate doing laundry, so I'm going to pay someone to do it so that it gets done because sitting here and looking at 12 loads of laundry is just making me feel defeated because I, every day I say I'm going to do it and then I don't. I'm going to do it and then I don't. And it's just eating away at your dominion. Those are the kinds of things that I'm speaking to, right? So life may not always be peachy. It may not always be easy. It may not always be green. Um, but there are things that you could do to kind of like put a coin in your dominion bank. Like, all right, you know what? I'm still working a job that I don't love, but I am creating over here. Okay, you know what? I'm still not where I want to be on this financial goal. But I am going to have a financial meeting with myself. I'm going to read this book to learn more about meeting my financial goals. There's something that you can do to put a deposit into that bank for you, right? That taking dominion bank. And um, and it's a part of getting out of this, the funk. It's a part of getting out of the stuck places to like get some momentum and some movement going. And so um, going back to our story, it's Howard Babel. I just think it's so, I just like kind of just as a reminder, like, Sometimes you can feel powerless. Sometimes you can feel like you aren't an agent of change. Like things will be this way till God knows when. Um, but that that is is the beneathness, right? So um, there's being above, there's taking dominion, then there's behind, below, beneath. And the enemy is always trying to convince you that you're behind, below, and beneath. Um, and so in setting an intention and saying, okay, this is a way that I'm going to take my energy and move forward, you are contributing to your aboveness, your aheadness, um, your behind, below, beneath, above, forward. I don't know what the third contradiction would be. But in doing that, in saying like, all right, I'm going to create, I'm going to produce, I'm going to tackle this debt. Um, I'm going to find out what I can do and then actively pursue that thing. Um, you're moving into a space of not being powerless, right? Of not feeling behind of actually seeing because it feeds your faith that's the other thing as you see yourself make progress as you see yourself knock a to-do list out um, as you see yourself um say like oh look at that the number on the scale is going down your faith gets built up and your confidence in your ability to make change increases it's like oh wait 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 wait, wait. you know actually i think I, I had been lulled to sleep i think this season had kind of quieted me i think this season was trying to subdue me and I'm supposed to be taking dominion. And so when I do work out twice a week, it's like, you know what? Hold on. I'll be doing the things. I am capable. Um, and you get your confidence back. You get your stance back, truly. Because I think sometimes in those life seasons, what happens is you get knocked down so much. Like, you know, the waves on the beach. You get knocked down so much. At some point, there's a part of you that's like, ah, I'm just not actually, I'm just not going to keep getting up because I keep getting hit. And that's really the enemy trying to convince you. Right. They're like, no, you're going to keep getting these punches. So stay down, <laughs> you know, and it's like, absolutely not. You fight. You have the word in you. So you fight. And so this is one of the ways that you fight. You fight the season trying to quell you. You fight the season trying to silence you because ultimately this is just right now. But if the enemy can get you to assume a posture of being defeated, if he can get you to assume a posture of this will never change, baby, you where are we going? We parking. It's raining and we're pulling off to the side. You know what I'm saying? We're quitting in our minds and your life will never exceed beyond your mindset. And so knowing that your will is so powerful that even God respects it and is like, I'm, first of all, God gave it to you. So he's like, hey, 
You get to choose all day long. You get to choose. Um, But your will is so powerful and so potent that whatever you set your mind to, you're going to accomplish. It's just a matter of time. And so I just want to encourage you to invest in that, like set an intention, get up every day. And um, one of my, my spiritual dad would talk about his father or maybe his uncle would always have a list of things every day would have a note card in their pocket of the things that they're going to accomplish that day and I think that's just such a beautiful life discipline but especially in seasons where it feels like your legs are getting cut from under you wake up with intention and it's always been amazing to me how life responds how um just your circumstances respond to you going like this is where I'm going um there was a, a talk I gave to a women's group a couple of years ago And one of the key points that I made was when you say yes to your calling, everything in the universe turns and comes to support you. And it's kind of like that. It's like, okay, what direction, you know, what direction are you wanting to go in? I think a lot of times God is asking us, what do you want? It's cool. Yes, you want want my will. That's awesome. What is it that you want? Because if you don't know what you want, well, how am I answer you? Right. It's like a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. What is it? Where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to get to? Tell me, make a make a draw a line in the sand. Tell me where we're going. You know what I'm saying? And if we haven't decided in our own hearts, like, Lord, this is actually what I want. God, actually, in my heart of hearts, I desire this thing because God gives you. And I know you can take that scripture out of context and all the kinds of things. But if you don't even know, like if you haven't determined and decided within your own heart what it is that you desire, where it is that you're going. Um, if you of God haven't had a meeting about that. How are we going to get there? Maybe some of the funk is we haven't decided. You know what I'm saying? We haven't we haven't determined. We haven't made a quality decision. Um, I love that there's a phrase um, uh, in Romans 12 where it talks about making a decisive dedication of your body, your members, your faculties. And I think a lot of us sometimes, especially in difficult seasons, just make a decision. Just make a decision. I know I've been one where I overthink the things and I'm like, okay, um, should I, should I do this? Or no, I should do that. Or which, uh, which way should I go? And it's like, eh, make a decision. Which, where are we going? Where are we going? And, and much like Abraham, I think God is so good that when you just start walking, he's going to help order your steps and direct your paths, right? Like you're going to get to where you need to go, but you got to make a decision. Where are we going? What are we doing? Because if I'm going to cave in and quit, fine. But if if I'm not quite there yet, if I'm not at, at quitting time, like, where are we going? It's not enough to just be like, well, I mean, oh, where are we going? What is the intention? What is our direction? Um, because if you're not making definite requests of the Lord, which is biblical, right? I think that's Philippians 4. Making a definite request. Jesus made definite requests to the Lord. If you haven't been like, God, you know, hey, I really desire this thing. God, I, I want to be sharper in this area. Lord, help make me a better this. What is your intention? What are we doing? What have we decided upon? Because God can't come along, support you. The Holy Spirit can't come along and, and carry you and sustain you in a thing that you haven't even decided that you're going to walk out. We over here going from post to whatever the saying is. <laughs> But we have no decision. We've not made a decision. We've not set a trajectory. And so in spaces, in this space specifically, um, it's easy to catch a wanderer's posture. It's easy to be like, well, here, well, there, well, there. And God ain't on any of that. He's like, I need you to tell me where we're going. What are we doing? Um, I'm asking you what's happening. Where, where where would you like to go? All right, let's have a meeting. Let's have a con- Like man plans his way. It's God who orders his steps. So give me a plan to work with. What's the intention? And this isn't meant to sound like you got a bunch of pressure on you, but let's let's get some momentum going, right? Like, okay, what are we going to execute? Where will we take dominion? Because you were created to take dominion. And there's something that happens in the soul when we're not taking dominion. 
It's like a, it's almost like when your body's not exercising. I heard a pastor say, when you're not exercising, your body starts preparing for death. And it's kind of like that. Like when we're not taking dominion, it's almost like our souls start to get a little bit sick. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing the things I was made to do. This feels weird. I feel weird. Uh, I, I have all of this, like, I have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead on the inside of me, and it's not being applied anywhere. Ugh, it's, get, it's getting kind of stale, right? So I encourage you, as you start your week, set intentions. What are we deciding to do? What is the trajectory? What is our direction? Meet with the Lord on the plans, because you should be making plans still. <laughs> Meet with the Lord on the plans. Um, get God's mind, God's heart on those things, and then keep your promises to yourself, okay? Sometimes... One of the core issues is that you don't believe yourself, right? My pastor said just yesterday, like when you start doing a message on finishing, and it's one of those things where it's like finishing feeds your faith. It fuels your faith. Um, but I think sometimes we don't trust our, we don't believe our own word. We say to ourselves, like, I'm going to do, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And you, in your mind, be like, girl, you know, you ain't going to do that. You didn't say that five times. You don't have any self-trust. So when you set your intentions, if you got to start small, start small. Not even if you have to, it's best to start small, set achievable goals, <laughs> um, set achievable intentions, but do it like whatever, as you're listening, whatever, write it down. Cause there's something really powerful, write the vision, make it plain. Amen. Um, there's something really powerful about writing your intentions down, um, and making them known so that you with your own eyes see it. There's some accountability there. Um, and then maybe tell somebody like, Hey, I'm setting an intention today to watch my words. If you hear me, I told my sister the other day, I was like, Hey, if you hear me being mean, call me on it. Because I know I need to grow in that area. Um, set intention. Tell someone so you have accountability. And then kind of give yourself no other options. I'm going to do this thing. Even if I falter a couple of times in the process, I'm going to do this thing. And, you know, be flexible. If the Holy Spirit is like, now ain't the season to submit 12 papers for review in public journals. I don't know. You could be a professor. Um, be willing to adjust. But don't not set an intention. Don't not set a goal. Don't not make a decisive decision, right? Don't don't get up another day without going, these are the things I'm going to knock out today. Um, because you are made and meant to take dominion. You are made and meant to be above and never beneath, right? And so I just, I encourage you to exercise that. Don't get stuck. Don't feel downtrodden. Just exercise that. Just start taking dominion here. And it's like pulling weeds. Just start with the little things and then grow into the larger things because then you build that confidence that you know you can conquer because you know you're a conqueror. You have evidence in your hands then like, oh, I did this, this, and this yesterday. I can do this, this, and this tomorrow. I'm gonna finish a workout. And it could be like that. Like, I just wanna finish my workout. So I encourage you to do that. I love you guys. I hope this has been useful and I am so excited to, oh, 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 follow us, right? Because I want to know if you're setting intentions, I would love, love, love to help keep you accountable or just, you know, if you just want to share those things, it's really, really awesome. Community is so important in that way. Um, so definitely follow us at The Walking Well Pod, or it's not the at Walking Well Podcast on Instagram. You can also find The Walking Well Podcast on Facebook. Um and just drop a line. Just let me know like, hey, this is the intention that I set. This is the small way that I've decided to take dominion or this is the big way I'm going all in because I've been too scared to do it. Um, so yeah, let us know. Follow us there. And I hope you have an amazing week. Love you. Bye.